It's another week and another episode of the KBP podcast. My name is Inasa Ezirim and you're welcome to a new episode. On today's episode, we have the question, how can one be free from the addiction of masturbation? I think a lot of people would like to know the answers we have to this question. So let's listen to what Pastor Cyril Yerifo has to say for the next few minutes. I hope you're excited. How can one, somebody sent in this question, how can one be free from the, from the addiction of masturbation? Well, first and foremost, it's important we recognize that this is a work of the flesh. I'm going to read Galatians uh, chapter 5. It's important we establish this first and foremost. Now, from verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you before, and just as I told, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I'll come back to this text, but I thought I should read this text first before we dive into the question. Now, the first thing I want to state here is that God placed sexual feelings and desires within humans for a reason. They are a very important part of a sacred and honorable institution called marriage between an adult male and an adult female, an adult man and an adult woman. This is biblical truth. This exegesis, Bible question and answer questions and answers so uh, thoughts will derive strictly from the scriptures the holy bible sex is designed to function as a part of the give and take of this interpersonal relationship in the marriage institution this is the context that needs to be well understood to prevent abuse now friends this is what God designed. Every other thing we see is a contraption of man. It is abuse of God's original design. Within the context of lawful marriage, there are laws that govern the expression of sexual feelings. And the Bible has two important things to say about its meaning and purpose. Number one, sex is central to the process by which husband and wife become one flesh number two sex and marriage are intended to serve as a picture or symbol of the union between christ and his church hallelujah you will see this uh, the first one in genesis chapter 2 verse 24 and the second point is in ephesians chapter 5 verse 31 to 32 
Masturbation often begins as a self-soothing behavior which frequently involves indulging in sexual fantasy. It is a way to cope with pressures, you know, sexual pressure, and to try to meet the basic human needs for peace, security, comfort, and reassurance. The problem is, apart from it being seen and wrong, it can easily become an addictive behavior. It can easily be addictive as its, as its components of human sexual behavior are powerfully hormonal and psychological. Furthermore, it frequently involves indulging in sexual fantasy. And this represents a violation of a person's mental and spiritual purity. It violates your mental and spiritual purity. I like to read two important texts in this regard. Philippians 4 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Says, Finally, my brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things meditate on these things so you can see that masturbation will violate your mental purity what did jesus say in matthew chapter 5 Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Hear the words of our Lord and Master. Verse, start from 27. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So Jesus' standard of sexual purity is far higher than our own standard or what the law actually provided jesus says even mentally psychologically and in your heart you should be pure and masturbation will violate that god created men and women to experience sexual fulfillment on a much higher level within the context of marriage and we don't want to do anything to jeopardize that so what can we do to for those of us who have become addicted and see what i'm going to say as it applies to masturbation it applies to virtually every other scene that any of us are addicted to cigarettes alcohol um lying stealing cheating you know all kinds of things that you have become addicted to even unhealthy foods that you have become addicted to now let me start with first thessalonians i like to read there in thessalonians thessalonians chapter 4 first thessalonians chapter 4 now before i read that i'm going to go back to galatians 
chapter 5. I read that earlier on first when I, when I was going to start answering this question. And I told you I was going to come back to it. So I want to read something there in chapter 5 because I want you to see this. I'm going to back up now to verse 16. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. When you and I got born again, when we get saved, when we give our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and we get saved, actually it's our spirits that experience a regeneration. Now, if we walk in the spirit, if we allow our spirits to grow in the doctrine of Christ, in the word of God, grow and live in the presence of the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and we walk in the spirit, what we'll find out is that the stranglehold of sin on our minds, on our soul, and the stranglehold of sin in our flesh will be broken. He says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires, the passions of the flesh. For the flesh lost against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish but if you are led but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law you will not you will not walk in the loss of your flesh and you see when you walk in the spirit when you walk in the spirit this is one of the things you will learn to do first thessalonians chapter 4 this is one of the things you will learn to do. Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more just as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe with all of my heart that one of the, challenge, one of the reasons all of us in the faith have challenges with our flesh is really because we don't feed our spirits with the word of God. We don't allow ourselves to abound more and more in the word of God, in the presence of God. I challenge every one of you today, step up your appetite for God's word. Step up your conversations in the scriptures. Find men and women of like precious faith. Engage them in the knowledge of God. Engage them in the, in the scriptures. Have friends who are interested in scriptures and watch what will happen to your life as you begin to discuss the word of God, discuss the Lord Jesus Christ, discuss his doctrine, discuss his coming, discuss the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is what will happen to you. Look at verse 3. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, your separation. This is the will of God. Our separation. As we fellowship in God's word and fellowship with God's word and fellowship with one another in the scriptures, you know what happened? It will separate us. It will separate us from the flesh. It will separate us from the loss of the flesh. It will separate us from our fleshly desires, from the passions of the world. Because that's the will of God. For this is the will of God, your sanctification that you should abstain from sexual immorality that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel 
in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. The Gentiles who engage in all of these sexual fantasies and passions and lusts and abominations, they do not know God. But those of us who know him should then live like people who know him. And what, where does it all begin? Walk in the spirit. Where does that begin? You're saved. Fellowship with God's word. Find people, good friends who love God, who love the word of God, who are passionate about the kingdom and engage those people. But when you begin to find fellowship with God's word boring, then you are setting up yourself to fall into the loss of the flesh. Stop feeding your heart with immoral things. Start feeding yourself with the word of God. That's what I've been saying. When you give more time to movies and to music and to immoral pictures and all kinds of things that feed you, feed your soul with junk, with evil, with sexual impurity, then what happens? You easily fall prey to your fantasies, fleshly fantasies. But when you feed your spirit with God's word, when you feed your heart with God's word, then you begin to discover the spiritual strength and capacity to break free from these evil desires and uh, habits. Praise God. Daily, present your body to God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. That's what um, Paul said to the church in Rome. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable, which is your spiritual service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed by the renovation of your mind. The word, is, the word renewing of your mind there is renovation. That mind that has been corrupted, bastardized, by those fantasies. Now what you want to do is very deliberately and very consciously begin to fellowship with God's word and fellowship with people who love God's word. Find a very wonderful Bible study to be part of. People who are searching the scriptures and discussing the scriptures. And so, so that what happens? As you are learning God's word, as you are receiving God's word, as you are discussing God's word, it will be renovating your mind, breaking down breaking down those walls breaking down those structures of falsehood and lies and sin that have held you bound and building something new inside you praise god stay away from bad company stay away from people who do not love god and love his word find good company i found out i found out personally that one of the fastest ways to grow up spiritually is to be in company of children of God who love scripture. Not just children of God. Children who love scripture. Children of God love scripture and are engaged in scriptures. In fact, uh, as we do subsequent programs like this exegesis, you're going to be seeing more of my friends. Men that I've known for upward of 35 years. And we're fellowshipped in scriptures again and again again and again 
were young when we started, always discussing the scriptures. And I found it very, very useful. Very, very, very powerful. Hallelujah. All right. So that's it for this episode of the KBP podcast. Any questions? You can send all your questions to Slido www.sli.do.com and use the code KBP21. Do subscribe to the KBP podcast and turn on notifications. You know that little bell by the corner? Yes, that's how you turn on notifications. Also, share this on your socials with your friends and also your loved ones. Don't forget to drop a review too. See you all next week and remain blessed.